As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Careful making wishes in the Trent Rush. This is Brandon Marsh for Los Angeles Angels and 66ers Baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Tori Hunter Jr. You're listening to the All Angels Podcast. What is up? It is your boy Johnny Mags. Join as always with Daniel Garcia. We're back for another edition of the All Angels Podcast. We got a, a whole week of games to review. And good games. Usually, I think we did this one other time where we went a full week, and it was right. like, oh, the Angels won two games that whole week. Right. And now, we have, uh, what, two losses through the two whole week? Two losses through the whole week, yeah. And <laughs> I guess we're, we're still in it. Yeah, I mean, you have the you have the audio? Yeah, yep, yep, Here, yep. Hit, hit it. Hit it. I know, I gotta find go. it first. So you're telling me there's a chance. They're hanging on there, man. You know, we got some email uh, comments and questions that pertain to how the Angels are actually doing, which is crazy. I don't, yeah, we'll get into that. But let's get let's get into the into the review here. We recorded last Wednesday. We had we had the whole full show last Wednesday. Dan, you had a a, a, a Sunday podcast with um Mike Brown from Big League, Chewing, Big League Pod. Chewing Pod. So we weren't able to review any games from, you know, Wednesday to Sunday, but we're going to do it all here. We recorded on Wednesday. We'll start there. It was against the Diamondbacks. Rough, rough start for Dylan Bundy in this one, going two and two-thirds, six hits, five earned runs, two walks, two Ks. I mean, the Angels fell behind early, and, and they were, were able to really catch up. Bundy struggled, and then Sandoval gave up three runs later, too. So Yeah, so, quite... I, I, you know, this had to be Bundy's probably worst start of the year. No doubt. Um, no doubt. Which is fine. Like, you look at his his season as a whole, you would, you know, every pitcher, regardless of how good or bad they are, they're going to have a, a start like this, and it happened right now with Bundy. So, um, you know, you kind of take it for what it's worth. Cole Calhoun ends up getting another home run, of course, on his way to, uh, I think he got NL Player of the Week. Well, yeah, on the back of the Angels, yeah, it looked yeah. like. But yeah, uh, an outing for Bunny that he struggled in. Um, you know, you just hope he was able to bounce back. Um, but yeah, just only then two and two thirds uh, did not look sharp at all. No, um, on the no. bright side, you did have home runs from guys like Stassi, Walsh, mm-hmm. and Upton. So again, other guys in that lineup, other than the big names, producing. So yeah, you know, if you're looking at it at it positively you know they score six runs and they got a majority of those six runs from guys that are um secondary pieces they're not your main guys they're not your like i said trout rendon and and you know kind of otani's worked his way out of the main piece but still um it's good to see that at least yeah the six runs were great it was it was definitely bundy's five earned runs and then followed like i said by sandoval's three runs that he gave up later going you know sandoval going four innings giving him three runs so yeah he was put in a tough situation but you know, Bundy Bundy did struggle on this one, and it just from the get go, like I said, they fell behind. I think it was like five to one, real real, real quick, quick yeah, and it was just like, quick, yeah. okay, so you know, like like you said, you know, if it's five to one and the bullpen's able to hold it, right? You know, the, the, maybe they could pull out a five to six win on this mm-hmm. one, but um, the offense seems to be really clicking right now, and then you also have um, some other guys in the pen, you know, that are doing well. But you know, for this game, uh, yeah, it would have been nice to kind of hold them at that five run mark. But yeah, um, is this one of those games that got away from Bundy way too early? And, and you know, people probably got into action a lot quicker than they uh, thought when they saw Bundy taking the mound. Absolutely. So this one, they dropped nine to six. This was on Wednesday, last Wednesday, nine to six to the Diamondbacks. So going into Thursday's game, they just really needed to get a W here against the Diamondbacks. Um, this was a Griffin Canning start. He went five innings to give up six hits. One run, two walks, seven strikeouts. Um, the Angels jumped ahead fast and early and never really looked back. You know, with runners on first and third, 
Charles Brown Fletcher with a sack fly. That was followed by uh, that was followed by a two-run shot off the bat of Rendon, giving the Angels a three-to-nothing lead. That's drilled out to center field. Barsha's got to go back on it to the wall, and now it's gone. Big fly for Anthony Rendon as Barsha bangs into the wall. So Rendon giving them that, that straightaway center field shot, giving the Angels a 3-0, like I said. In the bottom of the second, the Halos would add to their lead with a wall sack fly and then a Trout RBI single. 2-1 delivery. He pops this one in the air. Very shallow right field coming in is Cole Calhoun. He's not going to get to it. It's going to drop in. That's going to drive in a run. Angels have runners at the corners. Loop RBI hit for Trout. And now it's 5-0 Angels. So with the Angels up 5-0, you know, like I said, they, they jumped ahead early, fast. They never really looked back. Um, uh, in the third, Ben Boone would drive in. Uh, actually, he would drive in the speedy Albert Pujols on a sack fly. <laughs> now, that, that well, sack fly. Do, do you remember that whole, um, what was it, the, the, the series where, where Albert got in and then, uh, what was it? I think he got in on a double and then he, right. and then what did he do? He... Was it a sack fight that moved him from second to third? Yeah. It was, like a, it was something where he, he was had moving. to get there. Yeah. Yeah. It was like where he had to move. And it's like, whoa. Yeah. Did he turn back the clock a whole five <laughs> years and uh, went from the slowest guy down the league to like maybe like the fifth or sixth slowest guy in the league? And then and then the sack fly was like a like not that deep. It was more of like a line drive to left field. Right. And he scored. Right. So and when was, I was like, oh. And he, like, I, I always say this, and I probably said this on, a, on the podcast a hundred times. Whenever he runs, I hold my breath because wherever he's trying to get to, I'm just worried about him getting there. It just looks like it hurts. Right. When he gets, exactly. When he, especially when he's going full speed. Like, <laughs> for his full speed ain't very fast, but it looks yeah. like it hurts. Uh, in the eighth, the Angels would score their seventh run thanks to a Simba, uh, Simba RBI single. The D-backs did end up scoring three runs, but that's that's all they would get. The Angels won this one seven and three. It was a pretty pretty decisive win. I think they had this game in, in complete control from the very beginning. Oh yeah, I mean with Rendon kind of starting it off with that two run shot, and then kind of what you were mentioning Trout um, putting the game up to five to zero. You know, you kind of felt comfortable there. Um, I believe this is Canning's first victory of the year. Um, he did very well again. Five innings, six hits, one run, um, two two walks, which is good for him. And then mm-hmm. later on in the week, you'll see kind of uh, a different kind of outing from him with that. But yeah, you know, getting yeah. up early only helps pitchers, I believe, because oh, yeah. now they're able to relax, especially young guys like a Canning. But um, yeah, you needed a win. You mentioned you needed a win with the with the Diamondbacks losing the first two mm-hmm. of the series to that point. And then to continue to have any kind of shot at a playoff, so you definitely needed to win uh, this game and, and kind of go on a little mini streak from uh, from then on. Yeah, so they win that one seven and three. Like I said, moving on to Friday, it was a series that they started against Texas again, another team that you need to kind of beat. But you know, well, not only that because you need playoffs, but you should be because yeah. of how they've been struggling right. and how. You know, they're in last place in the division. You need to take advantage of these kind of situations where we have a four-game series against a team that's obviously not as talented as, right. as they are. you got to take advantage of it. But then again, the Angels and the Rangers, for whatever reason, the Rangers just, I mean, they just give the Angels fit. So uh, this one, Berea got the start. Very impressed with his outing in this one. Six and a yeah. third, six hits, turn runs, no walks. That's huge. Eight strikeouts. That's huge for a young guy. Like I love mm-hmm. seeing the walks. Like the eight strikeouts is great, but when you show me the zero walks, I, I I'll take that every time. Yeah, man, that means you're not getting guys on. You're not giving guys free bases. You're not you're not putting yourself in a in a position where you know there's there's constantly runners on base right. and, and you're trying to pitch out of situations. He uh, six and a third two stands out to me because you like to see guys like Berea, like Canning. Uh, even, you know, Sandoval when he gets to start. You want to see them get deeper. Even Heaney, you want to see them get into that sixth inning. You like to look at the box score and see six and a third. I love that. Uh, Angels get on the board first in the bottom of the second with an RBI single by Taylor Ward. And in the bottom of the fifth, Albert Pujols gives the Angels a 2-0 lead with his 661st career home run, passing Willie Mays for number five on the all-time home run list. That's drilled out to left field. This one's got a chance to get out of here, and it does! fly for Albert Pujols, 661st of his career, and he stands alone in the number five spot all time on the home run list. Yeah, the machine rolling by now to say, hey, kid. Awesome to see. Again, we've mentioned it before, him passing these people on all-time lists, right. getting RBI, to these milestones. Runs, doubles, it's, whatever. It's a great thing. Even, even though... 
most of his stuff happened in a Cardinals uniform. It's good to see, you know, him accomplish these goals. I mean, you, you can't take away from his career. Just an awesome career from Howard Pujols. He keeps just adding on to these numbers. Let's not take that for granted, despite well, yeah. everything, you know? I mean, exactly. You know, take it for what it's worth. He's, I mean, we've said this a number of times. The number on his contract, I think, has really dictated how people look at him, fans look at him throughout his Angel career. Mm-hmm. If he was a guy making whatever, let's just $15 million, $20 million a year, I think fans would be like, okay, you know, he's producing. He's producing really well. But because he has the price tag he has, mm-hmm. um, obviously you expect more, and I understand that. But I don't think you can diminish his um, his efforts and also his, his contributions. Because, yeah. you know, when he's put in situations, yeah, he might not hit a home run every time, but you can definitely tell that he is um, still able to contribute at times. And I think now with the part-time playing with Walsh, it's, it's helping him out. Yeah, man. So let's not take for granted what he's doing and, and, the, and the goals that he's accomplishing and the milestones he's passing. Um, so, yeah, that gives uh, – that gave the Angels a 2-0 lead. And in the bottom of the seventh, the Angels leading 3-2. Albert gives them a 4-2 lead with a solo shot. That is drilled out to left field. Make it 6-62. Big fly for Albert Pujols. It's 4-2 Halos. Albert doing it again. And in the eighth inning, Rendon would double home 2, giving the Angels a 6-2 lead. And that was that was it. Uh, the Angels win this one. They hold this one. They win six to two against Texas. Great way to start the the series against the Rangers. Yeah, and, and shout out to to Victor. Uh, you know, fans can't be there, so you don't really necessarily hear the excitement and the whole uh, crowd cheer. But you know, the excitement that he brings to it every time there's something like that—the six sixty one, the six sixty two—someone with a multi home run game kind of deal. Uh, it's really cool to kind of hear him kind of perk up and be excited about that because you're not getting that from the fan reaction. But one more thing about this game—a scary moment in the seventh when Upton gets hit in the head with a ninety four mile power <laughs> fastball, and you know, just it just seemed like he was just coming back from getting hit in the hand a couple right, right. last week or two weeks mm-hmm. ago. I was watching this game with my wife and. She said, she's like, he's having bad luck. Like, coming into the season, everyone was like, well, what's up going to do? Well, everything was, well, if he's healthy, well, if he's healthy. And you feel bad for someone like that because getting hit in the hand twice, getting hit in the head with a, with a, with a ball, that's not on him. That's not something like, oh. Yeah, it's out of his control. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like you feel bad for him because you felt like he was kind of turning a corner and, and doing a lot better. But, yeah, luckily he missed like two or three days. But yes, really scary moment in the seventh when he got we got hit in the head because he was down for a little bit. Absolutely. So they take this one on Friday, moving into Saturday's game. Andrew Heaney start again. Like I said, man, I like to look at the box score and say see that a pitcher went six and two thirds, got into the six, passed the fifth, six and two thirds, six hits, three earned runs, one walk, eight Ks. Heaney pitched Heaney pitched great, although the Rangers jumped ahead early. Yeah, that in the first, first but, but after that, he settled down, and that's great because. Yeah. You know, there's been so many times where, you know... Could, it could have blown up on him. Well, not even, like, I was going to say on Andrew Haney, but it's happened to so many of the Angels pitchers mm-hmm. where they have a big inning or, or somewhat big inning. Like, you know, three runs in the first isn't necessarily... Especially in the first. Right. Isn't a number where you can't overcome. But you just have to make sure you... That's it. Yeah. You can't go three and then two in the second mm-hmm. and then one in the third. Yeah. With Angels pitchers, we've seen that so many oh, times. Yeah. The fact yeah. that he was able to kind of shut it down after that and give the team an opportunity to come back was huge in a game like this because we've seen a snowball so many times and get it so out of control. But he, he cut it off right there, and that's that was, that was right. a great outing by Haney just for that reason alone. Right. So with the Angels now in quick 3 nothing, they had to chip away. So the Angels would score a run in the second as Otani would home to right, cutting the lead to 3-1. to one. And that is ripped out to right field. Eli White going back, and that one is off the side and gone. Big fly, Otani-san. So Otani with a home run. Love to see that, man. Like to see him getting going. And that was his first game back in right. like four games. Because right. in the previous matchups, they've been like lefty, lefty, lefty. So yeah. obviously he didn't get the start. So him finally back, maybe worked on some things on those days off and came back with um, – with a home run, which is, I mean, that's the best way to come right, back. Right, for sure. In the bottom of the fifth, Ward would double home Otani, and then Fletcher would single home Ward. And in the, uh, 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 single home Ward. And in the same, uh, uh, cat got your tongue. Yeah, cat, cat, yeah. Man, <laughs> I'm so excited over this. I'm um, leaving it in. Yeah, leave it in. Don't edit this out. This is all natural stuff. Um, 
they would tie the game at that would tie the game at three, and in the bottom of the eighth, Trout singles home Fletcher, giving the Angels the lead for good. Fletcher punches one to right in center field, and that'll tie the score up at three. So that was the score. Oh, tie. That was that, the tie. That, that tied tie. it up. And oh, then, he had, yeah, that's right. Then, I'm sorry. And then Trout did this. Then Trout did this. Pull the left side. Connor Falefa can't handle it. It gets by him. And Fletcher scores to give the Angels a 4-3 lead. And that was the lead for good because it stayed that way at 4-3. They were able to close this one out. Again, now jumping ahead, the, winning the first two games of the series, setting the, setting the tone there. Now, you know... Every game is important, like we said. If you're if you have any chance, the Angels pretty much need to win out. Right. Um, but man, against the Rangers, I mean, every time I see the Rangers but on it the just schedule, seems like every team in the division. Has that's this, true. I mean, we say the same. I feel like we say the same thing about Oakland. We say the same thing about the Houston well, Astros. You expect it from Oakland and the Astros. I always kind of expect to lose against those guys. But yeah. when it's the Rangers and and maybe even the Mariners, I'm like. God damn, dude! We need to win this game, well, and, yeah, and they don't. You know, for the past X amount of years, right. they've been lower than the Angels in the standings, and yet they still haven't really been able to uh, take advantage of it. Right, right. So, the Angels hold on to this one, four to three. Like I said, win the first two games of the series, hitting in a Sunday's game. Man, Tehran just continues to struggle. Yeah, and and I was really surprised Early that he pull? got even the start. Okay, with with Sandoval. And Van Sandoval came in later and did great. Right. You'll get to it. But I'm surprised he didn't get to start. Yeah, he went one inning, two hits, three and runs, two walks. Tehran did. Tehran. I feel like when Tehran pitches, and, and I hate I hate to say this because there's so, you know, there's an upside to him. You can kind of see glimpses of him probably being able to to get. I don't know what's holding him back or what maybe it was just the way the season planned out for him. But I feel like when Tehran gets a start, it's almost a bullpen game. Every start it has, he goes I mean, into. it has been because I don't know. Like a, like a what do they call him? Back Opener and, game? Yeah, like I have to go back and look at his game logs. But um, I'm sure his last three or four starts hasn't gotten past the third, right? Yeah, or something like or, that. I don't remember him going into the, like, the fifth and like maybe since oh, I don't when think he first he, came I don't back. Think, I, I don't mean, think he's done that all year as far well, as going deep into games. I'm curious to see how many games he's actually get, gotten to like the fourth inning even I think he's he's gotten through five once okay he's gotten into the fifth another time but didn't finish it um got finished five yeah he's topped out at the five innings but um his last three starts he went four and two thirds so he okay. got into, he the, got fifth into inning. the fifth but then the one after that in Arizona uh he only went two innings and then obviously this last time he only got so an one. inning so you know, that's what I'm saying. I was surprised he got the start and not someone like uh, Sandoval. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, man, it just seems like he's out of there fast. And then he's – what I do like about Tehran is that he's upset when he gets pulled. So he knows that something's not something's not working or he's like, they even it, showed, you know? They even showed um, – so he got into the second inning on this game. It got pulled after giving up a hit. I think the first batter got a hit. So right. they yanked him. So technically he got into the second. But um, they showed, they showed Madden plus. talking to him. In the dugout, and it seemed like more than just a "Hey, you know, get him next time" conversation. Like a full on, you know, I don't. Again, we don't know what was said. I, I think Madden was wearing his mask, so is he? <laughs> right. Is even you can't even rip, uh, uh, lip read it. But um, I don't know what's going on. But it's, again, he's one of these guys on a one year contract, and for the performance that he has shown this year, I don't know how you justify bringing him back unless it's like absolutely dirt cheap kind of oh, man, even minor man. league deal and you work your way onto the team but um you know because honestly with this performance he's had this year i'm not sure if there's going to be um you know a bunch of teams you know knocking on his door being like hey you know we want to sign to this this, and that he might have to set off to this year for a um, minor league deal with a invitation to spring training and try to work his way back up, and if that's the case, then fine. But I, you know, I just I find it hard hard to believe that the Angels are going to offer him a major league contract at the end of this year to, to bring him back. And remember, this is a guy who in Atlanta was the opening day starter for, for like, like four or five yeah, straight seasons. Yeah, like, exactly. you know, so he's not a guy that you know you're. I guess he is a guy that you take a chance on, but he's one of those guys who's still young where you're like, man, yeah, there's there's something there. But Yeah, he's 29. I mean, it could be just a COVID situation where he just, you know, especially with him getting to camp late. I don't want to make right. excuses for the guy, but 
you got to point it to something, and 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 he's struggling, man. It's just he just can't. Yeah, get, it's, it's just get out it was his own way. It was yeah. It's just been a, one of those things where. Uh, I you know you you try to figure out what's going to happen or what's happening and you just can't you know put a finger on it. But um, with the Angels off day tomorrow Thursday, um, you know they skipped his way in the rotation. They, so obviously uh, Canning, Bundy, and and uh, Haney are pitching against the Dodgers. I'm not sure in what order, but you know so uh, he, that could have been very easily his last time pitching in an Angels uniform. Absolutely, yeah. So the Angels fell behind 3-0 and that would probably that was it because the Angels only scored two runs in this whole yep. game. They scored one in the second and one in the sixth. That was it. Rangers won this one 7-2 and it was pretty much over in the first inning with those three runs that uh, Tehran gave up. So Yeah, and, and kind of going back to my point about I believe uh Sandoval should have got opportunity to start this game. Sandoval went uh four four and a third innings. Gave up three hits, only one run, and on seven strikeouts. Yeah. So, I mean, you put that in front of the game. Yeah, he doesn't go five, but he goes more than one, and he puts you in a situation where um, giving up one run will definitely help. But so, yeah, you know, I think that game was very winnable if For sure. the right person started the game. I just, you know, I don't know how you had confidence in, in, in Julio going into right. that game. But, you know, I, I, I honestly don't think even out of the bullpen, I don't think you see him. No. Uh, the rest of the year, unless there's some kind of a blowout and you just or, need or you absolutely need him to come in and pitch an inning <laughs> yeah, or something. Exactly. Uh, so moving on to Monday's game against Texas again, the wraparound the, series. Yes, uh, four four game sets. So the Angels won the first two. Obviously, uh, Texas won. You know the Sunday game. This was a Bundy start. Five innings, five hits, three earned runs, two walks, three Ks. Not the best Bundy start, but he battled. He battled and he got through five innings at. I honestly wasn't sure if he was going to do it or not. Oh, yeah. you know, just uh, 101 was, pitches, so you yeah. know it wasn't like, oh, he got no. he took him out with 70-something pitches. No. no. He, like, like you mentioned, he battled. He yeah. had to work through it. He got behind in counts. He got guys on, mm-hmm. but um, still able to battle and only give up three runs, three strikeouts, so you know he was kind of he didn't missing. Have his stuff. He didn't have his stuff. He was mm-hmm. missing, but you know, still able to leave the team in a situation where, again, three runs isn't necessarily the worst case scenario. You should be able to battle back from three runs against a team right. like Texas. Uh, Angels are tra- trail early two nothing. Um, yeah, Angels would trail early two nothing. Angels would score one in the second, but then in the third, the Rangers would add to their lead, and in the fourth, with the bases loaded, Stasi would uh, single home two, tying the game. Otani, the base runner at third base. Stasi lines one out toward left field. That's going to fall in for a base hit. Otani will score. Upton's being waved home to throw to the plate. It is not in time. A two RBI single, and we're tied up at three. Simmons would come up and drive in two with a single later in the inning. Walsh would come up and continue to stay hot with this grand salami, giving the Angels an 8-3 lead. 3-1, drilled out to straightaway center field. Tavares going back. That one is gone. Grand salami time for Jared Walsh. Handles have opened it up here in the fourth. Pretty soon, Dan, you're going to have to start hitting that we're not worthy thing for, 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 Walsh. for Walsh. You know what? I was thinking, so I didn't, I didn't know, but I guess he still technically has his rookie status coming into the season because of the lack of at bats or, or innings pitch he's had. Yeah. Man, if this if this season get got extended, let's just say not even a whole 162, but let's say it got extended like another month, month and a half, he would be making a strong case I believe for rookie of the year because of the fact that this September has been just unbelievable. Uh, what he's done with now with this Grand Slam. Um, I think he got a hit today, mm-hmm. so it extends his hitting streak to 14 or 15. Something like that. 15, 14, I believe. 14, 15 games. Okay. So, you know, again, timing doesn't work great for the Angels during this season. Right. Um, but, man, we might have found the, the first baseman for the Angels, at least for the upcoming, you know, three, four years with Walsh if he continues to produce the way he is right now. Yeah, man, he's hot, and I'm, I'm digging it. I've yeah. liked him since last year when they called. I actually liked him in Inland Empire when we were watching him over there in San Bernardino with the Sixers. So uh, the Rangers would score two more times, but that was it. The Angels win this one 8-5. to five. Good win. They took the series three game three games to one against the Rangers. Again, we we've said it before. These are games where team you play teams that you're supposed to be better than. You're supposed to beat them, and you know would have loved. We could have easily swept this series, but unfortunately they didn't. They did take three, so perfect. So that would that would kind of just what you need. Again, I, I mentioned it earlier. They almost got a win out. 
Right. You know, it's pretty, pretty, now they do pretty close. Like we'll yeah. get into the situations later, yeah. but, um, yeah, man, you, you put up a huge fourth inning, you get seven runs in, in, a, in an inning like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's just nice to see the momentum carrying in that inning to get a huge, uh, uh, run total in one inning because guys are getting on base and, you know, Granted, you know, Walsh's Grand Slam had a huge part of it. But for the, for other than that, it, it was guys getting on base, getting mm-hmm. hits, getting doubles. It wasn't three home runs in an inning. It was, you know, on base, hitting guys on, getting the bases loaded, and then one home run to clear them. Uh, so, yeah, it was great to see that. And it was great to obviously see, again, Walsh continue his hot streak with his first career Grand Slam as an, uh, of his career. Yeah, absolutely. So, moving into Tuesday night. Uh, it was a series opening a series a two game quick two game set against the Padres in San Diego. Obviously the Padres, tough team, second best team in the National League. Uh, you know just behind the Dodgers. This was a canning start. He goes six innings, gives up two hits, only one to run, but he did walk five guys. Yeah, he struck this, out ten though. This, so this was such a weird game to watch because you watch it. And he's constantly in trouble. He mm-hmm. gets bases loaded twice in this game. And out of the situation, one of them, I believe, the first time he got bases loaded, there was one out. Mm-hmm. The second time he got bases loaded, there was no outs. But be- but between those two situations, he only gives up one run. And that I think it is- was even on like a sack fly. It was a sack fly. <laughs> and that was the one where he already had one out. So, again, minimizes the damage completely. I mean, he had, again, bases loaded, no outs. Gets a nice little ground ball back to him, goes home, then goes first. So you get a double play there, gets out of the inning. But yeah, the 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 fact that he walked five, yeah, you know, puts himself in a situation like that. But um, first, I think first double digit strikeout total for his career, and then also the first time he goes over, um, I think a hundred pitches for his career, uh-huh. or maybe not a hundred pitches, but a hundred and eight. Pitches was his career high. Okay. Okay. So the Padres get on the board first, uh, but the Angels answered right back with a solo shot by Mr. Max Stassi. Stassi. Skies went out toward left center field, hit well, and now one's going to get out of here. Big fly for Max Stassi. Ties it up at one. And in the sixth, with a runner on base, Stassi would go deep again, giving the Angels a 3-1 to one lead. Stassi with a couple of hits, a home run and a single. Guys, this one out to center field. Grisham's going back on it, onto the track, near the wall, and that is gone. Big fly for Max Stassi. Stassi just lighting up the scoreboard this year, man. Who, totally unexpected. Who would have thought coming in this year you were going to get that kind of production from Stassi? Um, yeah, I, I just, you know, it's crazy. You know, we, we kind of do like, oh, let's, you know, uh, before the season, let's predict this and that, or let's talk about these key players. You know, I never would have thought Stasi was going to produce the way he did coming into this season. And then getting any kind of production from that catcher spot is just, I mean, for what the catchers have been for the Angels for the past, offensively for the past handful of years, you'll definitely take what Stasi, you know, and even, um, you know, Castro before he got traded away was actually doing pretty well too mm-hmm. back there. Yeah, I mean, Stasi to me was. I mean, last year I felt like he couldn't hit water if he fall off a oh, boat. Oh yeah, I mean he he couldn't. I mean there I was, was he was terrible. Let's was, be honest. I you know, was he not. Went, yeah, I, I saw a tweet or something. I'm looking it up, but yeah, I can't find it. But yeah, he was just not having a good year at all. It was pretty crazy to see the numbers between last year and this year. But yeah, it was it was you know it's good to see you have something like that. Um, this was a four-hit game. This is Stasi Last year with the Angels, he went three for 40. This is from Red Bollinger, um, at Red Bollinger on Twitter. But he he says uh, Stasi went three for 42 with no homers with the Angels last year. And then just in this game alone we're talking about, he went four for four <laughs> with two home runs. So already passed, would have passed his season total in hits. Right. And past the season total in home runs in oh, one yeah. game. So, yeah, he, he, um, he had a great game. He's definitely one of those, you know, if the season were to end today, I would say he's a bright spot. You know, you look at, try to find bright spots. You he's bring one him of back them. next year. Yeah, oh, yeah, he no doubt. He has that starting position. He's, no doubt. He, you have him show you otherwise. And I don't see why the Angels would need to go out and try to get a quote-unquote front-line catcher. Like, that's a position. To me, it's, that's not and a position. And the funny part that, is, though, when they know. brought Stassi in, it was for defense, so obviously you know it's there. Right. And, and that's that he, all you really need is defense. So anything Right, so now that positive, anything extra, yeah, yeah, you've always mentioned it's always yeah. a cherry on top. Oh, yeah, anything positive offensively from a catcher, that's icing on the cake. Because to me, I'm not looking for my catcher to drive and runs. Right. You know? If, you catch, if your catcher gives you, 
eight to ten home runs a oh, year. Oh God, I'll take that. Yeah, exactly. A hundred times out of a hundred. Yeah, for sure. Uh, in the eighth, the Angels would score one more run with a squeeze bunt by Renhifo. Bunt, bunts one to the first base side. Hosmer comes home and safe at home. I'm surprised Hosmer came home on that ball. The Angels would take it. Fielder's choice and an RBI for Renhifo. He picks up his third run, bounded in. That gave the Angels a 4-2 lead, and that was it. Angels secured this cushion, one. A little yeah. extra cushion they needed. Yeah, Angels secured this one again, 4-2. Take the first game against the Padres. That's awesome. Keeps their hopes alive. It, it just, you know. So you're telling me there's a chance. There is a chance. Not holding my breath, but I'm watching games. But, I mean, let's I'm not, looking at the scoreboard. Yeah, uh, when I came in, I when I got here, I to, <laughs> got here to Johnny's house, I was like, hey, it's officially scoreboard watching season for the Angels. Now it's like, granted, they play their they played their way into a situation where they have to depend on other teams. But I mean, at the beginning of the month, you thought it was no, over, no, and, it was gonna, and by this time, you were thinking, okay, whatever, let's start playing the young guys and let's get guys just experience. But now, no, you're ha- you have to play guys, and this is weird. This is so weird. You have to play guys like Taylor Ward over <laughs> Joe Adele because they have the hot hand right now. Yeah, you go with, with what's winning you games, what's putting you in situations to win. I, again, that's why I'm a little shocked, like you mentioned, why Tehran got the start a few days before. But anyway, whatever. So we're recording today, Wednesday, and today they play the Padres. The game was over about an hour before we started recording, so we're going to be able to review this one. So Right, so it worked out great. Yeah. A easy, a easy break uh, You know, today, Wednesday, yeah. and then off Thursday, and then... On Sunday, we can review the three-game Dodgers yeah. series. That's going to be huge. But, Ooh, hey, it, it worked out great for us. Had it that did. Really start. It did, man. This game started at 1 o'clock in San Diego again. This was a Berea start. He only went two innings. He gave up three hits, two earned runs, no walks, no strikeouts. Uh, the Weird. Po- Weird that he got pulled early, I thought. Because, I thought so, too. Because, I'm not sure why. you know, granted, he gave up those, those runs in the first inning. And then he came out. And then, at, what, he had a fine second inning. but or And then... In the third, he gives up like a leadoff double or something. Yeah, like that. and then and that then was pulled him. that was it. I don't know. It was, that was that was odd, but you know, sometimes you roll the dice, you you win, and sometimes you crap out. This time, he rolled the uh, Madden rolled the dice, and it worked it out. It paid off, yeah, for sure. Um, other than Berea going two innings, Clevenger only went one. That's your a N- bigger issue. Your NL team's got some issues right here. Maybe. My NL team starts <laughs> tomorrow when they're when the, the series is officially over. I wasn't okay. worried. I was thankful Clevenger got out today. I was like, oh, whatever, that's, you know. To Padres fans, that's got to be a little, you got to be a little concerned. They, they are scheduling an MRI for tomorrow. I, again, they didn't say that he got hurt. He looked good. He well, struck two, out one, Trout. I'm about to say one, two, three. Yeah. You know, you would think if someone is is struggling or hurt you would, look you would like oh he walked a guy because he doesn't have control or, right. or maybe he gives up a hard hit no, yeah or I don't know no one two three so he didn't show any sign he, he right. was moving good he was kind of being himself being kind of funny out there I don't know if you saw right. him kind of just yeah. doing his little his little thing but anyway the Padres got the early lead on a two run home from Eric Hosmer in the first inning but in the top of the second the Angels would take a 4-2 lead powered by a two run home run from Shohei Otani and he does drive this one out to right center field. Towering shot, and this one is gone. Big fly, Otani Sada, just like that. We're tied at two. So tied at two. That followed quickly by a solo shot from Upton. That is driven out toward left field. Towering shot, and that's going to be long gone. Back-to-back jacks. Three-two halos. And like Victor said, that made it back-to-back. Then after Ward struck out, Ben Boom would go big fly, giving the Angels a 4-2 lead. Breaking ball, and that is ripped out to right field. And this one has got a chance to go, and it does. Big fly for Anthony Bamboo. Three home runs in the inning. Powers the Angels to a 4-2 lead there. That would pretty much do it because the Angels would score one more time, but would win this one 5-2, giving the Angels a, a little quick sweep. I guess you would call it a brush yeah, of the a Padres. Brush, yeah. um, but, but, but taking taking three out of four against the Padres for the season. Yeah. Against a good team like yeah. that, I think that showed a lot. And, and you know what? We're going streaky! Yes! So, again, um, Brea get taken out. They roll the dice. They bring in Sandoval. Sandoval. Three innings, two hits, no earned runs, five strikeouts. But I think what's more important for Sandoval mentally, first career win. Yeah, man. I was thinking the exact same thing. I said, please let him... You qualify. Don't tie the game. Please don't yeah. tie this game. I was rooting for him to get that W, man. Yeah. I'm so happy for so him. So hopefully, you know, he he can go out there and then 
let you know starting next year or you know knock on wood maybe the playoffs mm. can go out there and just have that monkey off his back yeah no, you know what man, i mean because yeah, that's I got a way on him yeah but you can't i can't imagine you know you being granted it was partially last season and partially but still, this season, but still you you had to go um let me look up his game started uh stat but you go in and you've yet to have a win uh he start he started 14 games between 2019 and 2020 that you know that's like half a season in a regular year and to go and finally get your first win on the 14th uh not even start because he didn't start but his 18th actually appearance right i mean that has to weigh on you after the first you know dozen times you start a game and you don't get a win yeah man i'm just that's just great. I'm, I'm wondering. Oh man, I'm wondering if he kept the ball. I hope he did. Yeah, I mean something. That, I mean that's great, and that's yeah. you know, it's a great win. It's a great memory for him down in San Diego. Um, but again, kind of when we start, when we talked about early in the week about getting contributions from guys that aren't your main guys, but like we like we played Otani's kind of working his way back up to. Um, also hitting a home run. Ben Boom, the backup catcher hitting him home yeah, runs. He's got huge. like three home runs this right, year. Right, exactly. Which is, uh, again, shoot, three more than I expected from well, him. Yeah, because, you know, Castro and Stasi seem to be the one two when it came to catching. But not only that, you know, you have Trout going hitless. You have um, Walsh, you know, he didn't get a hit after all. I guess he reached on the air. So he went hitless. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Rendon gets two hits, uh, two walks. But um, to, get, to get production from guys that you don't necessarily – Expect is always a fun part of the season. So. I seen on the cake, like I always said, man. Those are the guys that you need to kind of pick you up sometimes. Um, yeah, exactly. So, so the final three games are going to be against the Dodgers in LA, um, starting Friday. So you know these, they you got to win out and hopefully Heaney versus uh, Kershaw. I believe is the first matchup on Damn. Friday. So Damn. you're going to get their A squad. I would think. I don't know the Dodgers situation. I don't know necessarily if they're playing for anything. They're not. They're not. They're the number. They locked up number one. Did they lock They're up number, number one? one? They're number one. Yeah. So that worked for the Angels. It, it does. Maybe. It does. Maybe it, they only throw him four innings. Hopefully, or I don't know. We'll, we'll, There's no need to extend right, them. Like, you know, ah, give bets the weekend, the day off. Yeah, Let him get like two at bats and yeah. whatever. So maybe that works for the Angels. But you're absolutely right. It, you know, it, it's funny. Like when this first, I remember. I and I'm going back in my mind right now. But I remember when the schedule came out. And you saw the last three against the Dodgers, and I and I probably said it on here. How cool would it be if those final three games meant something? And well, they actually mean do something. now. They they do if if you know other teams help us out. Right now, Houston's losing three to zero okay, at the so. top of the ninth with two outs. So Seattle, don't mess it up. Yeah, they we need help, no doubt, for these games in LA to mean something. But, but it will mean something on Friday. It will kind mean something re- on Friday for com- sure. Kind of almost, unless, re- almost regardless of what happens right now. Right. And you would think the Seattle would be able to close this game out. And it would again. make it way, way better. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they would be, Angels would be, uh, I believe, two and a half. Right. Yeah, they would be two and a half Two games. and a half with three to go, but Houston plays tomorrow. So if Houston loses again tomorrow, oh. it would be two games with, with three, three yeah. with three to go and the Angels own the tiebreaker over Houston. So normally in a normal season, you would just have like a one-game playoff. Right. But in this season, they're trying to get to the playoffs quick uh, because the Angels do have a better head-to-head record against the Astros. They own that tiebreaker. Let's go for it, man. Here we go. Let's see. I'm just glad to be uh, these games mean Relevant. something because I'm telling you what, three weeks ago. No way. There, I, I, no way. I was like, man, I'm going to be watching the last, like, just just watching the last few Angels games like, because you, that's going to be the last game until next year. You know? Yeah, and you would almost be watching it too, just to, oh, let's see so and so get up the bat. Let's see so and so in the field. Like, really? right. For me, it would have just been. I better watch them now because I'm not going to watch them again until you know when we spring training. Spring training, and so maybe when we get out there, uh, hopefully. But anyways, yeah. So that wraps up the week. A great week for Angels baseball. You know those. Only losing two out of those, you know, that whole Wednesday to Wednesday week. Um, that's great. Picking up series wins. That's just what you got to do. What you got to do, and especially against, like we mentioned, tough a, teams. A, a sweep, a, a sweep against uh, San Diego is huge. But you know, 
four, uh, three out of four against Texas is what you need to do, and then salvaging one out of uh, one out of the three against the Diamondbacks. Yeah. Again, you would like to have won a couple. Other team, another team that's struggling, but um, they really made up for it in the last part of that of this week. Absolutely. So, with that being said, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back from the other side, we'll answer the email questions and we'll jump on Instagram Live. So, we'll catch you guys on the other side. Oh, those are the screams I used to make when I would cut myself shaving before I knew about Manscaped. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Manscaped, for turning my loud shrieks here into multiple peaks here. Cream of the crop. Man, start taking notes because Manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past. Oh, yeah. Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce painful nicks and tugs. Yeah, those nicks and tugs are gone. This is their third generation tremor featuring advanced skin safe technology. Oh, yeah. Technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. Yeah, nice and smooth. Yeah, that's right. And Manscaped Engineering Team obsess over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. They spend 18 months, yeah, 18 months perfecting that great ball hair trimmer ever created. The just released new and improved lawnmower 3.0, yeah, the cream of the crop, yeah, too sweet to be sour, yeah. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The batting year will last you 90 minutes so you can take longer shave. And that water resistant technology allows you to shave in the shower too, oh yeah, in the shower after that, after that long match, uh huh, yeah. One of the coolest features is an LED light that illuminates grooming areas for a closer, more precise trimming. So many people have written in stories about the Lawnmower 3.0 and have sent your man here, yeah. Sent them pictures so I could see the smoothness for myself. And I'll tell you something, man, they ain't kidding. They ain't kidding. This is cream of the crop, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. You need to try this out for yourself. Get 20% off plus free shipping when you use armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off when you use armchair at manscaped.com. Oh, yeah. What's up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom Goon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. Don't just take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. And at checkout, use discount code CATFISHTHEGOON, all one word, CATFISHTHEGOON, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. There's no shortage of action going on with our partner over at betonline.ag. The sports world is slowly making its way back with the NBA announcing its return in late July. But right now, UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and international soccer all have resumed play, and BetOnline has the best odds for their upcoming games and matches. Need more? Ben Online has simulated NBA, NFL, UFC live every day for our devoted gamblers and check it out. Ben Online also offers hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit Bet Online on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. And we're back. So thank you again to our sponsors. Uh, thanks again to our Armchair Media Network. And uh, real quick again, check out at Archangel Pins on Instagram for your pins for any cool you guys want. That uh, was a Bert- Bertram. Uh, I forgot his last name. Bertram from the Sandlot with the cool LA Angels hat. You got Rendon. You have uh, Fletch. You got Otani. You got um, Trout. You got Madden. You got a couple of other, you know, Skaggs, Tyler Skaggs, Memorial Pants. Nah, forget him. We'll talk about him in a second. Um, So, yeah, check them out and check out at A-Style Clothing on Instagram as well. The link in our bio for the Halo Haven collection. So, let's get into it. Email questions. You guys ever want to email the show? 
easiest, best, probably, yeah, probably the best way to easiest get a way, hold, yeah. of, hold of us would be at allangelspodcast at gmail.com, our actual email. Uh, if you guys want to hit us up on our Instagram uh, or Twitter, it's halo underscore haven, but we do get a lot of DMs on our Instagram. The question more than likely won't get lost in the shuffle, but it could. So if you guys ever want to kind of reach out, allangelspodcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. So the first one from Lamar Washington says, considering the start and the injuries, if you look at where the Angels are, this could have been a lot worse. What do you guys think? <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, uh, yeah, man. Uh, like I like I told you just before we went on break, uh, three weeks ago. Oh, we, I, we, I, we, we I, didn't I was, think it was going to be here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah exactly, there's no yeah. way. There's no way. I'm still not con- uh, convinced. Don't get me wrong. This team, man, you know, it's so up and down, but. Yeah, I'm just happy to, that I'm watching games that actually mean, mean something, something right exactly, now. You know, because yeah. yeah, three weeks ago, if you told me that I was watching a game and the Angels were still were, were on the outside looking in and they still had a chance, a window was cracked, I'd have told you you're freaking crazy. <laughs> yeah, Yo, no you're doubt. right, and it's you know. If this season was extended, let's say all the rules are are the same, so ex- extended playoffs, um, all that stuff. If this season was a hundred games, do you think the Angels make the playoffs? With the way they're playing right now, and I mean, you have Verlander out for question. the year. You have, um, I don't think they would get to the division, but you have Chapman out for the year. Uh, you know, with with the way things are playing out right now, all the same injuries, yeah, all the everything same, the way it everything is, everything the same. Yep, I would say, yeah, I think that there's a possibility that they would have that if it was a hundred games, maybe. No, don't get me wrong. At the beginning of the season, I did not pick this team to make the playoffs. Yeah. I didn't. I really didn't. I even s- with the extended playoffs. Even with even you know, to me, at the beginning in March when we talked to Rhett and Tempe, I did not pick. I said the ceiling for this team is maybe five games over five hundred. But to me, they were a five hundred ball club still. Right. But like you said. Considering you know the way the Astros have been playing and the injuries that they had, and just the way things, the injuries that are happening now with you know with everything that's going on, man, if if, if this season was extended at least twenty more games, I think the Angels, I think the Angels, be really the way they're playing now, and especially how they've been playing the Astros well, you yeah. would think okay if it's extended, okay like you said, let's say like twenty thirty games more. There's probably a, a series or two in there where they play the Astros oh, yeah, they and they can, can make up the they can the, definitely make, make up. up the ground there alone. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, you know, I remember when the, the extended playoffs first got mentioned, or not extended playoffs, but when the shortened season got mentioned, a lot of people asked us, "Does this benefit the Angels?" And I think we're now we're finding out that it, it's not. It's not. It's well, not. it's the slow start that we were all afraid of, that, and that's that exactly what happened. Yeah, it definitely cost the Angels. Um, so yeah, I, I just you know. Man, if it was a little bit longer, it'd be a lot better. Yeah. Uh, next one from Duncan Healy he says, "Hey guys, how impressed are you guys with Upton? Uh, he sure has uh, turned it around. Wish he could have shown up a little earlier. Keep up the good work, guys. I mean, I understand what he's saying by wish he would have showed up earlier, but I mean, if this was a regular season and you're sixty games in, and maybe it took him fifty games to get warmed up, but." You would have him for the rest of the year, so I think this is actually normal, but it's not a normal season. Right, it goes back to the slow start thing. We we, we talked about it when this shortened season started. That man, the Angels are notorious slow starters. Let's just hope that they're able to to start not start so slow, and they did. Well, I mean, what, they, I, I, mean what, I, just, what I would oh man hope, and I would what I would tell Angel Nation or Angel fans or whatever, expect the same thing next year. Expect Upton to come out slow. Expect Upton to kind of struggle at the beginning, but have, you know, let him show you that he can't turn it around like this year. Because, like, like you mentioned, like the first, you know, I don't know, like month, like the month of July, it was, it wasn't pretty. Like, Upton did not perform. He got his final way on his bench. He was batting 161 with only two home runs. Right. Like, yeah, obviously no one likes that kind of production, but, you know, you, you kind of move forward. To you know, even maybe even like mid part of 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 August to now, and this isn't with today's game. Well, obviously, he hit a home run this game, but he's batting two seventy six uh, with five home runs, fourteen RBIs. You know, like in a month and a half, right? So you know, he, he's a guy that does need a little bit to get going, but I think he's shown that he's definitely worth a hey. Let's bring him back. Next, well, obviously, they're gonna bring him back next year, but hey. Let him play through his struggles maybe next year early when it's 162 games. And maybe by the time, you know, May starts, uh, 
he'll find his find his find his stroke and find his way, and you would have him at this productive Upton for the whole summer. Yeah, you know what, uh, Upton again, or, or not just Upton, but teams in general, man. I've said it before on the podcast last year. The, the Washington Nationals, I think, at the All Star break last year, were in last place. Well, this has a lot of. So I mean, it's just it's just the way the season was. It, it, this team has a lot of nationals last year vibe where it just got off to a really really bad yeah, start right. but then won a key series here you know got on a four game winning streak there and the next thing you know they're right in it for 162 games that stuff will happen and everything will ride itself and and we mentioned when people were saying about tanking we always said this team isn't as bad as it as they're playing it but everything's going to kind of equal the way out and that's mm-hmm. kind of what you're seeing right now and don't get me wrong don't get me wrong that this team Structure the way it is now is not a a serious World Series contender. No, no, no. There's still a lot of work that needs to be done in this yes, offseason for yes. this team to be considered the an elite team. But yeah, that's exactly what I was going to get to. Just the fact that they're even in the conversation, the way this season started, and the way that that they were playing three weeks ago. Right. I'm, 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 I'm okay. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll and we, it. and like we mentioned before, it is scoreboard watching season. Seattle Mariners hold on to beat the Astros. Uh, Houston tries to score two runs in the ninth, but yet Seattle holds on for a three to two victory, which means for us Angel fans that there is a two and a half game lead the Astros have right now over the Angels going into Thursday. Angels are off. Houston plays uh, Texas, I believe. So we'll see what happens there. But, but Lance Lynn's pitching tomorrow. So exactly. So they got that going for us. So if uh, the the Rangers hold on to win the game tomorrow or win the game tomorrow, you're talking about a three games left with the Angels only down two, two. And it, I mean, that's what you want. Yeah, that's what you want right now. Yeah, a uh, 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 Rangers win tomorrow puts them definitely in a great position to hey, we can actually get in. Oh, exactly. Um, if they lose tomorrow, obviously three, we're down three with three games left. We have to definitely win out. Yeah, there, there has to be some kind of. Um, Angels, if the Angels win out, the uh, I believe what is it? The Angels win out. The Houston has to at least lose uh, three out of, out of the last four. Um, so if Houston wins one, it's not the end of the world. If the Angels lose one, it's not the end of the world. But you can't have both of those happening because right. then right. the the playoff shots uh, chances are gone. So. It's just. Win our games. Win the games, and yes. hopefully Lance Lynn uh, is Lance Lynn. Is Lance Lynn and, and yeah. able to uh, again? Houston's struggling, so hopefully that helps them out and, and helps the Angels out, and we'll see what happens the rest of the way. So our next email is from Lauren Cod. Just finished the game. How crazy is that the team is still in the mix, considering where the team was a few weeks ago? Sure, it would it would take a lot to get in, but I'm glad they're being competitive. And this obviously goes back to kind of what we were saying. Man, three weeks ago, we never thought this was going to happen. No, I wasn't a, a thought in my mind. I'm just happy we're watching games that mean something right now. I mentioned it before, man. Like I was watching, looking at the, three weeks ago, looking at today on the calendar, September 23rd. I'm like, man, right. I'm going to be watching the Angels just because these are going to be the last games of the season, and I'm not going to be able to watch the Angels until spring oh, yeah. training. But yeah. now there's game; these games actually mean something. And again, like awesome. I said earlier. These last three games against the Dodgers can mean a lot. And I've always been the type of guy like, oh, the Dodgers and the Angels. Okay, that's kind of a, you know, secondary rivalry. Now it is. (laughs) Because normally when they play, it's like in the middle middle of the the summer. Yeah, Yeah, it doesn't. Okay, whatever. It's just it's bragging rights for like fans more than anything else. This time, you know, Kershaw versus Haney on Friday. If if the Angels pick up this victory and then maybe the, the... Again, Dodgers kind of fold it and be like, oh, we got to get our rotation ready for yeah. the playoffs. And maybe that helps the Angels. I don't know. But, yeah, now these games are actually meeting something. And it's a lot of fun to actually have a I got to get home. I got to watch this. And, and by the way, we will be – or not we, like as in me and Johnny. But I will be with my wife um, at Inland Empire. They're doing a uh, – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing a uh, like tailgate, big projection screen and all that stuff. So I will be out there with uh, – my wife, uh, I'll probably be posting stuff from the Halo Haven uh, account, but um, it'll be cool to kind of just tailgate it out there and see what happens. But yeah, it's 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 fun that this game though actually means something. Otherwise, 
I don't really think we would go. I mean, we would go because there's a bobblehead, and my wife loves bobbleheads. But right. for me, I'd be like, all right, just let me know when we can leave kind of deal. So Yeah, I thought about going. We might. There's the same chance that my wife and my son, we might go, but... Uh, well, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of, not, not a knucklehead Dodger fans. I don't really like to <laughs> really. Get I'm like bubble, I'm in my bubble. If you're not an Angel fan, get out of my bubble. Right, there you right. Go. I would love the bubble, but you know it is what it is. It is what it is. Okay, last email again. That's uh, you can always reach us at allangelspodcast at gmail This one from Stephen Atwood. Hello guys, I have very been very impressed with Mayors. Uh, recently and it looks like Madden has faith in him as well I know it's early to tell this guy will become anything but I'd like to see perhaps he can be a buttery type guy from a few years ago when they picked him up in a trade yeah I like the comparison of buttery um, even like Robles and and guys that we picked up they're kind of no namers that we picked up right um, well because especially Robles Robles was a guy off a waiver. Yeah, off of, got him from the Mets. Who the heck is this guy? Uh, Mayors is the same thing, you know, from St. Louis last year. Kind of known it. I didn't know who he was. And then all of a sudden, you know, he's in game. He's especially of late <laughs> and, in situation. Yeah, in situations where you're like, man, usually they'll go to Buttry in this, in this situation. But you know what? Like much of the 2020 season, this has been a showcase for guys to see. For Madden, to, for, yeah, for Madden, yeah, for Madden, for Madden to see what these guys can can hold or what they can do for next year, right, right. Ma- Myers is definitely setting himself up to be definitely a guy that you you would look to c- come in in a situation where you need an out, maybe not a closer, maybe not a guy you bring in late, late in the innings, but hey, we have a situation here. We need to get outs, or right. we're, we got the lead right now. We need him to come in and pitch the seventh inning, maybe a Brendan Donnelly type, maybe, maybe that's saying too much right now. But you just never know. But well, yeah, right yeah. now he's pitching good. Yeah, and it's like and the biggest thing when people say, you know, go out and spend on this reliever, or go out and spend on this closer, or whatever. You know, it's so hard to judge, in my opinion, bullpen pieces because you look at Myers right now, Myers right now. His first four years in St. Louis, so it's not like he is a new guy that just right. kind of broke off. I mean, he's going to be 29 in December. So um, his first was it, four years in St. Louis. He had an ERA over seven. He had a 7.03 ERA. Right. Now, with the Angels this season, having a good season this year, he brought his career ERA down to 5.6. But again, is it because the, he's using a certain pitch more than before? Is it because... He needed a change of scenery, but when people are like, "Hey, let's spend money on reliever," I'm just like, "I just, I, I don't know if that's the best way to go." Right. I mean, like, unless you're getting a hate, a hater, hater, a, or- a Jensen type guy, Chapman. You don't. I. I'm with you. I don't necessarily think you need to go spend big money on bullpen arms because you. You just never know. Look, because well, like this, like this, it took him a while to whatever develop a certain right. re- certain thing or whatever. But on the flip side, it happens just as much where it goes, it goes, it goes. The next thing you know, it's yeah. it's gone. Yeah, like, and there's no really. You just never know. So it's hard to be like, yeah, offer this guy three years. Yeah, blah 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 blah. And then, but then he like. Ends up- being terrible right, and you got him for three years all that again these guys in the bullpen are, are so high velocity that you just have a feeling sooner or later the arm isn't meant to do that but you just kind of hope that it's you know three or four years down the road it's not right. this year and i right. think you know bullpen arms are so hard to judge for that reason that you just don't know when that guy is going to be um working and it's going to be a beneficial but then again, you can get stuck behind a contract, and the guy might be horrible. And right. you just, you, how do you get? I mean, look at uh, who the Angels signed a couple of years ago. Who um, Allen? What was it? Logan? Oh, Cody Allen. Cody Allen. Uh, he had great years, and all of a sudden he gets to the Angels, can't pitch, and now once the Angels release him, he can't get a job. Right. And it happened that quick. Yeah. And 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 on the flip side, you go out and spend all this money on on this reliever or whatever but then you don't spend that much money on Hansel Robles last year you didn't spend that much and they end up producing for you so why would you right. you just never know you never know when you're going to get is, the good or the bad this is when it really comes down to scouting and and that stuff and I don't you know it seems like the Angels are 50-50 with everything because for every Harvey and Cahill you have a Goodwin and Robles kind of mm-hmm. story so mm-hmm. it's like you get half and half. Bundy is a great example. Like people never thought he was going to be what he was when he came into the Angels, but because of the scouting and all that stuff, it, it seemed like it worked out great. But again, it just seems like the Angels are like fifty fifty with all this stuff. Yeah, you just never know. It's it's a crapshoot, and 
bullpen arms are, are I hate to say it, it's not like big timer, big time. Uh, a lot of these guys are expendable. These guys right, are a dime like, a dozen, dude. Like, I'm sorry, but, you know, you just never know what guy, you're going to get. work, tweak this, tweak that. Next thing you know, he's, you know, yeah. in, in the twos in his first right. ERA. And he's like, wow, this is a great pickup. And, or, you know, it's just like, you know, closures, dominant closures with whole, like the casual fan knows is so rare. Like Thing not, of the past, man. It's thing of the past. And not only that, it's like. A lot of those guys are homegrown. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Or they get traded for when they're minor leaguers. Right. But like, how often do you see a, a, a frontline closer get traded for? No, a lot of time when you see a frontline closer trade teams because they did it in free agency and then, you know, it, it doesn't work as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. That's that's what it is with the bullpen. So that's going to wrap it up for the email questions. Again, you guys want to email us at allangelspodcast at gmail.com or on our social media, Facebook. It's um, Halo Haven uh, fan page and the like page. Instagram, Halo underscore Haven. Same on Twitter. Twitter, Halo underscore Haven. Before we um, take off for the, the night here, um, we are doing a, what is it, a fundraiser? Or? I mean... I guess you can call it anyway. A, a, call it a fundraiser, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, go ahead. Uh, for every strikeout that the Angels had this year, or still, there's three games left. Every every strikeout, we are donating one dollar to the Tyler Skaggs Foundation. If you guys want to check out the Tyler Skaggs Foundation, that's uh, TylerSkaggsFoundation.org. On you know Instagram, it's at Tyler Skaggs Foundation. Yeah, right. Tyler Skaggs Foundation. Yeah, on Instagram. So check them out. Um, Carly, his wife, his mom, Deb, they're doing a great job of keeping Tyler's name in the community. But every strikeout the Angels, you know, uh, tally up, we are um, donating $1 to the Tyler Skaggs Foundation. And so, what is, do you have our total up? I have the total for so far. Again, we, this is uh, after the, um, I don't even know if this is, yeah, this is after the, uh, Whatchamacallit, the, the San Diego game this afternoon. Again, we're recording Wednesday night. Um, as of right now, they are at 496 strikeouts. Oh, wow. That's a lot more than I thought. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, I mean, it's, it's going to a great cause again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, three games left. We'll see what happens with the playoffs. If it happens, it happens. If not, you know, there's still a pretty good chunk of change there. Um, but yeah, so, you know, Tyler Skag Foundation again. M- Maybe if you're a new listener, Tyler was our, like our first major league roster interview we had on the podcast uh, before the 2019 19, 19 spring training or during the 19, 2019 spring training. And, yeah. um, you know, Carly actually has been a, a follower and a supporter of Halo Haven for a long time. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Um, you know, we thought with this season being what it was, the first season after uh, Tyler's uh, unfortunate passing, uh, this would be a good way to to, um, to donate and to kind of uh, help Tyler's name continue throughout the community here in Southern California. Because not only did he pitch for the Angels, but he's a Southern California mm-hmm. born and born and raised kid, and which right. is really cool to have that kind of a story behind it. Absolutely. So again, guys, you guys want to check out. TylerSkaggsFoundation.org or on Instagram at TylerSkaggsFoundation. We're posting on our story the uh, like goal meter. There's no goal, but you know we are always kind of updating you guys once a week. We'll put up a post uh, probably tomorrow to let you guys know where we're at and um, definitely we, the final. Yeah, when and everything's then, over, and then we'll t- we tag of course Carly and the Tyler Skaggs Deb, Foundation yeah. and Deb again. So. Uh, Tyler Skaggs Foundation forty or forty five okay. at, at on Instagram. Yeah, so check it out, guys. Uh, show your support also they they, they sell merch. merch yeah yeah they sell, they have merch uh johnny and myself both have t-shirts yeah um my wife has a t-shirt so they sell t-shirts sweatshirts hats again everything that they get from that goes right into the um foundation and again it, it helps build like leadership and and all that stuff through through sports and at a time like this where a lot of sports are getting kind of getting cut because of you know covid and all that stuff right. it's good to see that uh people are out there donating towards it and helping uh um, build they had a cool story uh recently on their instagram um north venice little league um uh, named their uh batting cages after tyler um 
you know, so now it's the Tyler Skaggs batting cages in, um, again, North Venice. So, again, local kid. Yeah. Um, after the Tyler Skaggs Foundation donated money to kind of revamp it. And so, again, it's helping stuff like that, helping kids um, continue their baseball dream, which is cool, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, what a great way to, to remember Tyler and keep his, keep his uh, spirit alive in the community. So, I'm sure he would have loved that. But anyway... Uh, that's going to wrap it up for us tonight. We will be back on Sunday, hopefully with some great news. Hopefully. We'll see what happens. And, and our plan for Sunday is the, to normally for the last couple of weeks, Sunday, we've done it before the game on um, Sunday this time because it is the last regular season yeah. game to do it uh, post game. So right. um, if you're on Instagram or whatever, uh, we'll probably go Instagram live while we do it. So yeah. definitely look out for that. Yeah, uh, we'll be back Sunday, and again, like I said, hopefully, hopefully we have news. we have good news. If not, hey, it is what it is, man. You play it out, but that's gonna wrap it up for us here tonight. I am Johnny Maggs. I am Dan Garcia. You listen to another edition of the All Angels Podcast. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.